Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. So do you want to know something crazy? Of course I do. I There's... mean, you know it. I mean, you, the general you. <laughs> I want to know it too again. Tell me. So we woke up this morning on April 2nd. Um, After a gorgeous day of like 65 degrees yesterday. Beautiful. Stunning. To snow. <laughs> Just like a lot of snow. Snow much. Snow. Oh, I didn't even Snow much. That. So snow much. Snow much so. Like on more than honestly like the nor'easters that have been coming. Yeah, more than some of the times we've had work canceled. Or not for me, but more than the times like people have had work canceled. Yeah. It was a lot. Although it turned into a lovely day by the end of the day. And I did take a 53 block walk. You did. That's so good for you. I rode a bike and, di- and died. <laughs> <laughs> a bike and died. I rode a bike inside. I didn't die. And I played a little April Fool's joke. I changed all the Turk names to the instructor's name. Oh, that's so <laughs> with good. With like different emojis. So really when they well ran done. a race, the Turk board just said Kyle seven times. <laughs> 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 with like a heart or a winky face. or. A <laughs> that's really funny. I bet everyone loved that. So last Wait. time. Yeah. Sorry. No, don't no. you ever apologize to me. Wait, where is that? That's on the corner. Oh, yeah. So that's at 1126. And this... No, his. Oh yeah, Brooke just showed me two photos of the same corner, like four hours apart, completely covered in snow and then completely bare. Okay, but the thing I want to tell you, yes, is do you see this? I'm showing Bridget a picture that I took today. This is definitely the medium for f- sharing photos. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. This it's just I need to show you the like so you can help just okay. like validate my story. Okay. So it was like snowy. It's like the side of a building. Uh huh. Um, and there's snow on the ground, and then there's like a a pipe. That yep, goes like into the building. Pipe, yeah. And it's like, it's like, do you see how it's down mm-hmm. and it's open? Okay. I do, yes. So I was walking and I saw. It's like an exhaust pipe. Yes. And I saw a street cat walking <gasps> in the little courtyard. And I was like, oh my God, a street cat. Because uh, if, I don't know if you know this about me, but I love street cats. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, what a little jellicle cat. And then it jumped up <gasps> into the pipe. Whoa. Which made it, I was like, this is the beginning of cats. Honestly. Like that looks like something from it the does. set of cats. Yeah. That they would climb in and out of. And I was, and I haven't even fucking seen it on Broadway, and I know that. Well, it is no longer on Broadway, so even if you wanted to, you can't. I did not see it on Broadway. Oh, I saw we, it. We, we, oh, I oh only twice. Oh, only do twice. we know? I yes. feel like you almost went for a third time, though, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. But I didn't. But you didn't. But you did go twice. I did go twice. One time, I was forced. With I pleasure. Mean. I mean, what is forcing <laughs> you to go see cats? Um, I don't know. My friend on the lottery was like, you're coming with me. And I was like, I don't really want to go today. I don't need to see it again. And then it was the best thing you'd ever done. It was weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
It was the best thing I've ever done. Oh, look what Alex did. Put the books under the... I know. They look really nice. We have a lot of flowers. So many beautiful bouquets. It's bouquets. 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 It's really, it's really lovely inside my apartment right now. Yeah. It's been the coziest spot. I spent a weirdly large amount of time here last week while I should have been at work and wasn't, but... Oh, well. Oh, well. Sometimes Bro- you got to play hooky with Brookie. That's right. <laughs> We're sitting on Brooke's new couch right now recording and it's so nice. It's like a, an L and like a proper like adult. Like she is on, on both on my side of the couch and another side of the couch at one time. It's amazing. I'm happy about she it. She is. She's moving all of her limbs. Um, How? How? <laughs> hey, <Yeah>. hey Bridget. <laughs> Hi, Brooke. Hi, everybody. I wish you could all sit, could see me right now. She looks amazing. I'm really cozy. Yeah. Um. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Splat, Splat, the podcast where me, Brooke. And me, Bridget. Talk about sex in the city. 10 years younger. <laughs> 20 years later. I don't know what happened. I'm I sorry. I took it from you. a dramatic pause and I was going to go into a bit. But then I realized I have to say it because I, if you don't say 10 years younger first. <laughs> Nope. No, that's right. I did. I did. Yeah. I, I did. You see the panic I did, flash yeah, in my eyes? Yeah. But I also just stomped all over your line anyway and took it like it was mine. It's okay. We are all on an adventure here together. We are. Where is? Always and every day. What are you looking for? Oh, no. Did you lose oh, the remote I, I'm again? I'm sitting oh. on it. I was sitting on it. <laughs> and all of your excitement about the L of the couch. Yeah. I we got, lost the remote. I got, I got amped. So, um, this episode is very good. Yes. However, I... Um, we'll talk about the probability of it later. And guys, it's the season finale. And you guys, this we're halfway done with Sex and the City. Yeah, it's not technically in terms of episode numbers, but in terms of seasons, literally we are halfway through it. Yeah. Um, we are. It's episode eighteen of season three, and it's called Cockadoodledoo, which is, of course, a beautifully evocative title. Oh, but it it is not only evocative of. Penis cocks. It is also invocative of penis cocks. We love them. Roosters. I love Roosters. a good love a good penis cock. I often hunt the wild penis cock in early yeah. March. Here we see the elusive penis penis <laughs> cock emerging from its cave after a winter of hibernation, rarely seen by human eyes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm done with this bit. I'm I'm tabling it. <laughs> Just put it on the table. It's over there. It's a good it's one done. though. Cock a doodle do. Is how this episode starts. <laughs> As it should. I mean, the only way you could name an episode. And that. it's four thirty in the morning, and Carrie is being woken up by literal roosters. Somehow in New York City, it's happening. Which this plotline also happens in Friends, because they have a Does it really? a, a rooster or a chicken and a duck. The chicken and the duck. Oh right. And right, then right, they right, find right. out it's a rooster. Carrie is baffled, as you would be. Because why would you hear a? a Like, if you live in New York, you're used to literally every other sound possible. Isn't it interesting that a rooster crows, but a crow doesn't rooster? (laughs) You know, Brooke, you (laughs) make me think so deeply all the time. I just, like, I'm grateful for it, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just think about it. Oh, I sure am. Rhode Island, neither a road or an island. Discuss. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you all come here for is the... (laughs) Super, super hot discussion. Uh, wait, I got to feed my plant, Annie, and then we'll go forward. Oh, yeah. As with earlier when you said that to me, I kept thinking you kept saying, I got to plead my, pe- 
never mind. I got to feed my plant Annie. And I was like, should I name her Annie? Well, it does work. She means plant nanny, which is a great app where you keep track of how much you drink I'm water. Gonna. But I was really excited that you named a real plant Annie and we're going to feed her. Well, now I'm going to name this plant Annie. Amazing. Done. Casual musical theater reference. <laughs> Yeah. Without even trying. Look at this derp. Oh, it's really cute. It's called a chicken fern. So it's sort of wow, applicable. Wow, super relevant. Love it. All right. Huh. Grow up. Oh, be careful not to drink too much water in one day. I don't wow. understand. You're doing so well. I can't win. No, they won't let you. Why won't they let me win? Because uh, the world's out to get you, baby. Honestly? Honestly. You're not wrong. And it also, I would put money on the fact that probably most of the people listening to this right now are having like crazy things happening in their life because everyone I know is having enormous because Mercury's in fucking retrograde yeah but this time it is realer and deeper than Aries is fucked I know which I am you're welcome oh my god thank you that's why it's all me okay it's coming up so Carrie sees some roosters on the roof across the street it's like one of those she's up high and they're like on a lower roof so she can see them really important I left my let my frenzy for a rent control department near Barney's. Override the <coughs> fact that it was animal hospital adjacent. So you Holy guys, shit. we have the answer. She's living in a rent control department. It's like, duh. But also, how the fuck did she get it? Because now I want to know. <laughs> I want to know more about this backstory. Maybe we will. Maybe, maybe we, we won't. won't. Across town in the meatpacking district, which is, I'm sure, uh, Samantha can't sleep because there are... Um, a bunch of trans... Yeah, I guess it, the, the show refers to them as transvestites, which is not a word that would be used now, anymore. nor should it be. Because they're pre-op transsexual hookers. They say yeah, transsexual. They do. Right, 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 right. Transsexual. Sorry. Yes. Um, ha- and But they, they're like half man. They make a lot of jokes. Terrible, terrible. Of like half man, half woman, and how like, the way they're speaking is that of a man, but they, because they still have penises. But she sh- or Carrie's narration says half man, half woman, totally annoying. The idea is a parallel between Carrie being woken up and... Samantha being woken up both by a- cocks. Right, right. But there's a real big difference between animals and actual oh. human beings. Um. So they're laughing about this at brunch, of course. And, and Samantha is, it's, it's, it's supposed to be funny because Samantha's like, have you ever heard anyone talk like this? Like it's, isn't that the dirtiest thing you've ever heard? Which, ha ha, how can Samantha be shocked by things? Notice that Carrie is in fact wearing a flower pin. But the it's flowers not, are. They're, they're when she is open to love. Yeah, I think. they're back. And she looks beautiful. She does. They all look like fresh and lovely and it looks like it's warm weather, which I'm envious of and. Samantha's wearing a sweater with nothing under it. But and they're all like giggling about transsexuals, which is just not my favorite thing I've seen on the show. Uh, no. In fact, it falls firmly into the category of this is why this episode would not ever fly in 2018. No. It's um, it's like a real moment of like, wow, this show was written at a different time. And a lot of casual slurs, a lot of yeah. misunderstanding and misinformation, a lot of all of that. Yeah. And Charlotte like gets pouty. Um, because she'd flown the coop and left Trey. Her husband of just three months. And she's like, I can't believe we're laughing and I'm just here and I just am separated and I'm single. Charlotte is really fucking bummed, understandably. But they're like, you left for a real reason. And like, he's Trey also, has a problem. Yeah. And, and also Charlotte's like, I'll never be single again. I'll be divorced. And she thinks she's thinking about Trey and she's talking about Trey. Um, and she's like, just talk about all that up my ass stuff. Meaning go back to distracting me with dirty talk. And Miranda does a cute like Sunday night. We're going to come over. Let's have a big unpacking party. We, you know, unpacking, meaning like our emotions. We're not going to talk about Trey. 
<laughs> and Carrie's like, how does everyone feel about roof chicken? <laughs> uh-huh. And so then Carrie goes to the animal hospital. And Across this the street from her. And this nice woman's like, hi. And, and Carrie's like, I look over the chicken roof. And the crowing is, it's, and, they're, and she's like, they're the, not the chickens. The woman is like, they're roosters. roosters. It's like, bitch. Y- y- that's the point. Her point is, yes, you have something crowing up there. She said, um, I'm so sorry. We just got them rescued from a cockfight in the Bronx. So Carrie's supposed to feel guilty about the roosters. And then the woman's like, I'll have them move to the basement. And Carrie's like, oh, no, no, no. They just had all that fight trauma. They need fresh air. I don't want them to be miserable. Because Carrie's really cute. She is. And also, like, that's the right thing to do and say, you know. But still, um, I feel like there have to be, like, noise ordinances and shit. That yeah. You, yeah. It feels weird. Um, so she takes a... A card. A vet card, like one of the, with all their information, says for a friend. Because Miranda does have a, a cat named Fatty. I love Miranda. I love Miranda <laughs> so much. And I love her cat. This I, is, the, this episode is when the, like, I, I've seen this episode so many times, but it feels like this is why I think I'm a Miranda. Oh, yeah. So she goes into the fridge and gets a bunch of Chinese leftovers, looks at them, and is like, ugh, no, gross. No, no. no. There's, like, um, three boxes. <laughs> yeah, three and boxes of that. And, yeah, I was just going to say, Vuv, in the like nice champagne in the fridge i just love that that's what her uh so miranda speed dials the shanghai garden (laughs) (laughs) yep she sure fucking does she orders takeout she gives her address and and so carrie lives on the east side but miranda lives on the west side oh no carrie lives in the west village no she lives on the upper east side yeah miranda lives west side yeah they're we getting a lot of like details about them that i can't believe it's taken till the end of season season three. three to get so miranda's like Gives the address and the woman on the phone in a very um, offensive stereotype of a Chan- accent. Chinese yeah. accent um, is like, oh, brown rice, chicken with broccoli, cold noodles again, like every night and like laughs at her. And Miranda's like, yeah, no, what? Never mind. And, and like she hangs, hangs up. up, which also I, I love her, but I want her to get something like marginally more interesting. And Miranda? Yeah. Don't worry. Okay, okay, I'm ready. Everybody gets m- m- exponentially more interesting. I'm so excited. I feel like the show's about to, like, explode in ways I'm very excited for. Carrie's wearing a pink ruffle. It's horrible. It looks like Pepto-Bismol with texture. Shirt thing. Miranda's wearing a not very flattering strapless red. dress. And she's, they, Why do they insist on dressing She does look red? like she's wearing an Invisalign. She does. I don't know what's going on. And I looked it up because I was curious. The, the braces she wore were a prosthetic so those definitely weren't real but clearly something's happening with her but, mouth or maybe they're just sticking to the bit maybe maybe miranda yeah. has an invisible it did line. say on the thing i looked up like she didn't have them in the next episode and i was like yes i sure did notice that um so <laughs> miranda anyway miranda's basically just like upset she's in a rut she's yeah. like i'm in a rut i ordered from the same place it's easier and than figuring anything else out Oh, where else to go? And Carrie's like, why don't you just order from a different Chinese Let's place? Let's go to that restaurant that has fresh lime margaritas behind them. Okay. You want to go now? One, two, three. <laughs> oh, they're dogs. So, yes. And with the, so, you basically, my priorities are. Carrie's like, you could order from any of the Chinese restaurants. And, and for some reason, Miranda is not. Yeah. And so then, with the dogs that Bridget is so excited are Steve and Aiden. Two boyfriends. One for each of them. Two ex-boyfriends. And like, what are they are doing they together? Friends? Carrie says, are they friends now? And Miranda's like, apparently this is bad. What do you think they're talking about? And they're like, they're, they're dogs? dogs? <laughs> yeah. Here's their dog conversation. How's your dog? Good. How's yours? Good. What was, was that those two bitches who ruined our lives? <laughs> and then Carrie's like, they s- insist that they didn't s- see them. And so they're like, 
this is like a real panic. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Just yeah. like seeing your ex-boyfriend's by surprise is like always the worst. But like imagine yeah. two for the price of one. Yeah, that's something I've thought about a lot. <laughs> oh, well, it happened to me literally like a couple months ago I when remember. I went to go see that play. Yeah, yep, yep. I'm going to see a play by myself on Thursday. Let's and see I wonder if it's really by yourself. <laughs> they're hiding in this doorway, like trying to figure out what the fuck they're going to do. And they're like, okay, they're going to see us. How do we look? Great. It's a lie. Carrie's wearing painted jeans. And they look awful horrible. They both look bad. Although they're both extraordinarily beautiful. Steve's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. The thing is they really could get away with it if they wanted to walk the other direction, I think. But they choose not to and they Look at Carrie's like swagger. Aiden has a horrible goatee. It's horrible and his hair is the wrong length. And he turns like right away as he expects them. And it feels like by the way they're interacting and from my memory that Steve and Miranda had a much more amicable breakup than Aiden and Carrie. It does seem that way. I also think theirs is slightly longer ago. Mm-hmm. there's been like a little bit more time. Carrie also is like directly culpable for what happened with hers. Yeah. And Miranda's like not really responsible for hers. So there's just different, there are different kinds and, of breakups, And also the, you know? this dog that Steve has is the puppy they got together. And it's so cute. It's so fucking cute. Um, she's like, you must be very proud. And, um, and they're both drinking two beers. And Carrie makes a like snarky little comment about like getting two beers and then Jessica and Susan, the like two most basic, no offense to my friend Susan, I love you very much, but like (laughs) names, yeah. Jessica and Susan are just like two names. One of them is like blonde Miranda and the other one is brown haired Carrie. Oh man, I didn't even clock that. Like they're, that's exactly what they look like. And it's interesting because like Carrie just like tightens a little bit. You can see that Miranda's sad. Yeah. And they, they both kind of are. Well, it's, it's an interesting moment because Aiden's like, actually, yeah, these aren't for us. And then the girls appear and it's (laughs) (laughs) Carrie and Miranda try and leave and walk into each other in opposite directions. And then Carrie has to like go back and pull her away. And Steve looks so cute and good. Yeah. Um, I think maybe he's taken some time and grown up a little since he saw Miranda. I think that maybe he has. Wow, that gives me such hope. Yeah, put that thing you put in your mouth by your eye. I'm going to do that. (laughs) All over it. Good call. Um. (laughs) This is such a good medium when none of the people listening can see what we're doing or what we're seeing. Should we um, have a vlog component of Splat? If you'd like to see more content, visual content from Brooke... I'm Brooke. Yep, that's you. <laughs> From Bridget and me, Brooke. Let us know and we'll make that happen We'll for send you. you little videos maybe. We should, we'll make use of our story more. It's fun. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Do you follow us on Instagram at Splat Podcast? Wow, what a convenient question. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Don't be sorry. We're asking really important questions of our listening base. So they're unpacking and having their little unpacking party. I love that they just like make martinis. We should make martinis. I know, it's really fun. And uh, this is the difference, I think, between hanging out and having a night in when you're 20 and opening a bottle of wine and then when you're 30 and you make each other martinis. They're having their unpacking night, which is both unpacking emotionally, but also, <laughs> also, Charlotte is literally moving back into her apartment. Mm-hmm. So they're helping her set things up. And um, and they're talking about, like, how they ruminate about past relationships. And Carrie's like, I don't think I obsess about my past. And, and Miranda, Ka- like, whips her head up from the floor and is like, uh, you don't do what? And they all are kind of like, what are you talking about? And, and they're like, okay, big was tricky. That was a big one. Samantha but. says, you look back so much, you might as well have a relationship rear view mirror. Um, and Carrie's like, I didn't obsess about Aiden. Aiden was, I moved on. And uh, no, or Aiden, no, sorry, sorry. Aiden didn't obsess. Clearly he's moved on. Miranda's like, it's easier for men. Mm-hmm. And the ratio of women to men in this city is huge. Meaning, you know, women who want 
involved relationships. And then they just have men. Jessica and Susan's come to them. And well, and then Carrie says, and I really love this, and yeah. I want to pause it because Carrie says, well, maybe we only obsess over relationships that feel unfinished. Yeah. 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 So, like... It's one thing when you are broken up with or break up with someone and it's in a way and such you... Something bad happens and you break up. And honestly, I... Or it's just so clear that like you can't be together after what's happened. And that you can't be friends even. Yeah. I think in some ways that's a lot easier. Yeah. It sucks in the moment of like processing it as any breakup, but... It feels like the end of a book. Mm -hmm. But when something feels like the end of a chapter and there's a bookmark and you just have to put the the book back up on a shelf. It's so fucking hard. Yeah. It's really hard and it's way easier to like think about like all the minutia of your relationship and like what led you to make the decision. Yep. Um, I've had a, most of my breakups have been that. Yeah. Um, that more so than the other. And I think kind of, I mean, I, I kind of think closure's a myth, but what I do think is that like carries onto a real nugget here that it's like, it's so much harder to let go of something when it feels unfinished to you. Closure feels so finite to me. The, it's these moments when I'm like, okay, I'm a carry. (laughs) Right. You've had a big I'm a Miranda moment this episode and a big I'm a Carrie moment. This episode is why I think I am a Carrie Miranda, and I will unpack that more later. Yeah, definitely but interested. <coughs> oh, what I forgot to say also uh-huh. was this Miranda uh, Chinese restaurant debacle with the woman laughing at her. Yes. Is why I'd like to take a moment to thank the gods for Seamless. Oh, yeah. When there are different delivery men. <laughs> different delivery people. Delivery people, yep. Um. Yeah. I'm just bless up for Yeah, seamless. you don't have to call and talk to someone about your shame. Yeah. I feel that. Because Charlotte is also in a relationship that feels unfinished. For very obvious reasons. Because they took a really significant step and then didn't fulfill any of whatever and expectations goes, of that were. Ugh, I wish there were no men. And every <laughs> Samantha goes, oh, God, call someone. She's gone insane. If there were no men, then we wouldn't be hurt and we wouldn't be disappointed. And I was like, oh, this gives men so much power over all of our emotions. It's true, but we do that. Oh, yeah, we, we give do. Us, well, when you're interested in men romantically, I mean, that's part of the, how this equation is set up. It's an expectation. Yeah. And they are socially trained on the other side to expect that, too. You know? Yeah. So Carrie's thinking and wondering about men and women and how women feel men, disappointment in relationships. And then an earth-shattering thought popped into my head. What if everything isn't the man's fault? After a certain age and a certain number of relationships, if it still isn't working... And the exes seem to be moving on and we don't. Perhaps the problem isn't the last boyfriend, but. Or the one before him or even the one before him. But me. Or you. Or, yeah, us, I guess, as the watchers. Horror of horrors. Is Is it it us? us? Well, this is an interesting, it's a little bit disingenuous for Carrie to ask, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Because what it does is what this show does, which is reduce things to being pretty black and white. And it's like, well, Carrie, you knew sometimes it's not the man's fault. Like, your relationship ended with Aiden for a very specific reason, and that was very obviously you. And, well, Natasha and Big. Like, when it comes down to people being shitty in relationships, like, men and women do that. When it comes to the big picture of, like, structural power and expectations and the way we're, like, trained, she's right, you Mm -hmm. know? But it's just, like, it feels disingenuous from her as, like, what are you talking about, Carrie? You knew that. You knew you were just as capable of fucking something up as Big was or... Yeah. I like the... The up-my-ass players is what she calls them. And they make a lot of funny jokes. We're in the middle of their late-night rep. 
Um, much ado up my, much ado about up my ass and long day's journey up my ass really killed me. Yeah, it's like really I don't funny. like the context, but long day's journey up my ass is like a really excellent, it's, yeah, it's well excellent done. joke. So Samantha's being kept up again by the people outside of her window and she puts on her gold coat and decides gold if LeMay she's coat. ever gonna you know, she's like meeting them on their level and she decides she'd have to test just how effective a PR campaign can be. She's like, ladies, hello. And they go, motherfucker. And so basically she's like, I live up there with an earshot. Um, and, and you know what? I Okay. The way that she's talking to these these women who are, for all intents and purposes, in drag. Yeah, basically. Um, and the and implication is they are they are sex workers. You yeah. Know, so. But she's talking to them like she's addressing them as women. She's not yeah. make, She's not being slurry or rude to them. She's just like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. And the thing is, we know she has been using slurs and rude about them. But she does at least approach them. And then she introduces herself to them. Well, and part of what she does is she's, she's saying it. It's a PR campaign. You know, you want to look nice and re- relate to someone and get them to be on your level. And she's trying to meet them on whatever and they're like, we're so sorry. Um, we'll be leave. And there's a lot of this in this episode where they're like, oh, Miss Thing, like, like your shoes. And then she does like a snap and sort of mm-hmm. a layout. And yeah. then Mer- Samantha kind of mimics it. And I'm like, it yeah, made me uncomfy. Yuck, yeah. Well, the whole thing is super uncomfy. It's a there's no question about the plopability of this episode. Yeah. So it's Carrie wakes up to the phone ringing and she answers. And guess who it is? Rough night. It's, who is this? It's me, Mr. Big. He doesn't even introduce himself, of course. Also, it's funny because she answers the phone without, like, she has an eye mask on. And she doesn't pull it up until he says, it's me. <laughs> so she's just in oh, bed talking she, with an eye mask on. He can't say his name. Oh, right. Do you know it? No. Okay. No, no. I forgot that, which is right. He doesn't say, it's, it's Mr. Big, but he does say, it's me. And that's when Carrie pulls her eye mask off, which is just really funny. But it's like, he has a very recognizable oh, voice. Oh, yeah. And he, she, like, makes a joke about the chickens. chickens and the stuff going on in her life. And he's like, I painted my wall red. This is also, this is interesting. And in terms of how this episode is structured, it's very smart for the watchers because Carrie has already run into an ex-boyfriend this episode. Mm-hmm. It takes you off guard for the big stuff. The big stuff. Hey. Um, he's painting his wall red. And immediately, and by like, he's painting, he means he's hired people. <laughs> yes. He is getting it painted. And he... And immediately their banter's back and he tells her about Natasha and that he ended it and, and she, says, she left. Right. And she says, I heard. Uh, and he says, how? And she's like, oh, I think it was on the news. Yeah. And so they're just like quipping. And then he asks just straight up, can we have lunch sometime? And Carrie. He says, and, I really need to talk to you. And she's thinking about it and it's hard. And she asks where. I think this is one of those for Carrie where it's like she'd like to be the person who says no but obviously this isn't this is unfinished for her and he gives her a place and he says a time and she does this thing where she nods yes and he's like carrie and she's like i'm nodding (laughs) and so they hang up (laughs) which is really cute and like you can see the weight of it yeah she's so overwhelmed by all of it and him and she goes shopping with miranda um to like a funny vintage store they're trying on really like kitschy things it's a thrift store yeah i think so yeah. yeah and she's they're like talking and, and Miranda invites Carrie to do something on Saturday afternoon, which is when she's agreed to have lunch with Big. And, and she's she like, lies. she's I have work and then immediately is like, I don't have work. I'm having lunch with Big. Thank God. Yeah, it's a good feeling. And Miranda's, of course, like, burr, 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 what? She's like, I'm meeting Big for lunch and I didn't think you'd approve. And, and Miranda's like, of course, I, of course I don't approve. <laughs> she said he sounded upset and he needed to talk. And Miranda goes, since when does Big talk? Carrie says, what does that mean? And Miranda's like, does the silent I'm your best thing friend thing and you know very well what I mean she's like he's upset about Natasha and and Miranda's kind of like 
really goes in and is like, listen, if this happens, I'm not holding your hand through this again. Like, it's a big mistake. It's, it's. This is so relevant. I literally had a conversation with our friend Sam about this today where she was like, I talked to a friend of ours once who was cheated on. They broke up. And when he told me that he was going to see her again, I sat him down and I was like, um, you don't need my permission, but I know you're sitting here asking me what I think you should do. And what I think is I need you to explain to me how she's changed, what you think is different. Like Miranda's just doing that. She's just being like, and if this happens again, I will not be sympathetic. I mean, I will, but I won't, you know, it's like, she just doesn't want Carrie to set her up. And she means it. She's like, if you set yourself up for the same idiotic thing again, she's like, I'm not going to deal with it. Carrie gets defensive and makes it about Steve. I'm a, am I going to cut you out of my life if you get back together with Steve or you have lunch with Steve? And then she goes out and care. She's like, you write people off. You're so judgmental. Um, all of this really mean. They're being very mean to each other. There's a lot of big, well, hard fighting. feelings. Yeah, they are. But I, and, and I understand Carrie's impulsive defensiveness. It's really interesting because I don't have I don't really have this relationship with anybody. Like, I'm mm. not a fighter. I'm just no, like, not confrontational. Oh, my God. No, no, no. And like, I've never... I am so far. I'm such a like more of a talk it outer that like I don't think I would ever get to this point. Yeah. Like and I'm not friends with people like I I have one person in my life who's like a little like Miranda. But I don't. But even with her, I don't we don't behave like this. No, I don't have any friendships that operate or really have fights. I just hate fighting them. Yeah. No, I get that. I totally do. Also, is this episode longer? It's 35 minutes. It's is that what they've all been? They've, they're between like 28 and 35. I can never 35. keep track. I know. I, I guess they, they didn't It is a season finale though. Right, right. Which is why I thought it might be. Um, and Miranda so Miranda storms out. And, and then she's like, says, walk perfect, away. Perfect. Walk away. It's all my fault. They, she's also like, Miranda, you never accept culpability for anything. Which is interesting. And this is their first big fight, says Carrie. And they've been friends for a while. Which is, I guess, I guess it makes sense because it's like, it's not the standard for them, you know? No wonder we haven't had real relationships that involve this because, like, they don't really work this way either. Yeah. And Carrie she says, was, I she, thought, it, she thought by the time she got home that Miranda would have called to apologize. And but it's sad. Of course, that hasn't happened. And so she was going to call her and then... She, she wasn't sure what to say. It's just, like, hard. She's also wearing a really beautiful, like soft bluey purple shirt that she it's looks not a beautiful in. shirt no but she looks so good just all of it and Miranda so, does the same no 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 Miranda is dreading calling the Chinese restaurant oh yeah and so the woman picks up Shanghai Garden how can same I help thing. you she starts to give the address and then this woman like does the same exact thing where she says the order and she laughs at her yeah, she gives the order. She tells Miranda she knows what the order is, and she laughs at her. And, and she Miranda, goes, "Never mind." And then she goes and storms into the restaurant she to can't like get the giggle confront out of her head. this woman. And then the woman is on the phone, and she basically giggles to another customer. And she like recognizes the same address, and it's like it's this this woman. It's not about Miranda. Yeah, at all. she recognizes this is just how this woman's gonna react, and that she you know does this and sits there all day, and she knows who these people are, and basically it's also a moment for Miranda to be like, "Wow." I stereotyped someone really hard over the phone and <laughs> misunderstood the sort of situation. And so we realize that the reason why she likes this Chinese restaurant is not because of the cold sesame noodles. It's because Steve, Steve is there. And indeed, he is literally there blowing, blowing on, on his soup. noodles. <laughs> soup, you're right. Miranda goes over and sits down. He's so cute. He's very cute. And he's so sweet. He's, he's like, like twice in one. happy to see her. Twice in yeah. one le- week. Am I lucky or what? I like the hot and sour soup. You here by yourself? <laughs> She says, mm-hmm. 
And he is too. And, and so she asks, sits down. She I got this asks, whole bowl of crunchies. He's just so simple. I is. love Steve. He's really cute. And he's clearly like so happy to see her. And he asks how she is. And, and she says, oh, not good. <laughs> Carrie and I had a huge fight. It's also, this is a really interesting thing is like seeing someone who is an ex or that things are complicated with, but where you want to share, you can share big things with them because they have the context of your life still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And they, like, know you really well yeah. and are, like, really good at, like, talking you. They just understand you. This happened to me recently as yeah. well. Yeah, Where I just, like. These are all things I'm anticipating. <laughs> what? I said these are all things I'm anticipating. Oh, hard. yeah, welcome. It's so fun. The running into people? It's going to happen. It's going to be okay. But, I don't know, just, like, that intimacy with someone that you have, and especially when it's, like, an amicable. Yeah, where it was hard and shitty in the moment, and Steve, like, did not meet her on any level. She needed him to, but it wasn't, like, a terrible, you know, there was no cheating. There was no. Yeah. And she admits that the fight was about, like, him and how she's judgmental, and that sort of was how she they said, broke up. Yeah, and she's like, how bad it was that. it? And he's like, not great. And she says, I didn't throw you away, did I? And he says, no. And Carrie's like, and Miranda's like, that's what Carrie said I did. And and Steve says this really, really beautiful thing that yes. says, Miranda, no one knows, only you and I knows what happened between you and I. Like, we are the only people who will ever really know what went down and what we felt. And it's true. It's true because, like, especially with friends and, like, emotional, like, things, it's, like, it's really hard and, like, people are going to, like, Cat, like project their own shit yep. onto your situation and every relationship and every like friendship or romantic or otherwise is unique to those two people mm-hmm. and like you can't explain a feeling no like you can to an extent right but like unless someone is sharing in the feeling yeah like and you have like one of those mom- they don't have the full yeah yeah they can't and it's hard to to be able to it, it's hard after like with something like this. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, too. Like, last week we were both talking about how, um, when we were earlier, too, how galvanized we are by how, like, shitty and hard things have been and how amazing all of our friends have been. Yeah. But I also, it's like I simultaneously have had this realization that, like, I am, there's in, by no stretch of the imagination am I alone. In fact, I'm surrounded by love and support. But there are some things that are just lonely things you go through yourself. Of you course. Know, fundamentally. Sometimes it, I have to force myself to, oh, like, yeah. to go to a person. Even though I'm, like, because, like, I don't know. It's just, like, it's just, yeah, you said everything. Yeah. and But, I'll, yes. But I feel like you've struggled <laughs> with when you're, like, because of a specific situation. And I feel like this happens more with romantic, and I've been there, too. Mm-hmm. That you don't want to talk about it because you know that your friend's going to judge you for it. Oh, yeah. I, I, that's been, like, something I've had a complex about for literal years where. I know. Um that I was really hesitant to talk to friends who I knew felt a certain way about certain things because I was like, I feel like I'm giving you ammo for a relationship you already misunderstand. That's how I felt for a lot, for like a year and a half. And this is partially why you and I became the friends we became because we were like, oh, I see you and I actually understand 100%. They're different situations, but like I don't think anyone else gets. And to this moment with like the stuff I'm dealing with right now, like I I think you are still the person who understands the most like nuance and Mm -hmm. complicated like you get it. I've had my share of complicated relationships. <laughs> you fucking have, babe. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, 
Brooke keeps pausing Steve's like cute ass little funny face. He's on such very a derpy. derpy. He looks like he looks like something so specific he right does, now. And, I can't and it's like a troll doll or something. And I can't figure it out. It's a troll doll, yes. but it's a little squishier than yes, a troll doll. Exactly. Um, it's something about the expression he's making and the way it makes all of his like, yeah. um, like features <laughs> squishy. It's cute. So they're having a really nice conversation. And, and then. And, sorry. No, no it's okay. I was going to say the waitress comes over and is like, do you want to order? And she starts to give her order and then is like, no, I'm going to try something new. And it's like, wow, there's so much on this menu. Yeah, what a beautiful Which of metaphor. Course there are. I mean, it's the same reason that like I go to a, a Thai restaurant and get Pad Thai or Pad Siu every time where I'm like, I know I would love the rest of this, but I just want Pad Thai. So Samantha's having sex and that's really. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> oh, you need to know about Samantha. <laughs> and the, and the, um, the girls are back outside yelling, and she's Three like, nights in a row. She's and like, I'm sorry, Carrie I'm here. narrates and is like, Samantha could handle not being able to sleep, but not being able to orgasm, that's where she drew the line. Yep. And she, the guy's like, come on, baby, be here with me. I'm close. And she's like, I'm not fucking close. And then she walks the wrong, long way around her bed to go to the window. It's very strange. And she sticks her head out the window, and all of her, like, nice attitude is gone, and she's just yelling And at she's them. like, I called the fucking cops. And they're like... Well, she does say while she's fucking him, too. She's like, I called the cops. Like, well, they should have been here a half hour ago. She is not messing around. And now she's frantically trying to. She fills a pot with water. Stabs she's moving in, like, fast motion. Is that because I'm, oh, I am. Well, you are fast forwarding. <laughs> I was like, wow, she's but moving But she is so moving quickly. very fast. And she dumps water on this queen. And, like, so, you know, her dress is, or her wig falls off and is, also, she's it's just soaking like this, wet. And the way that they're portraying the way that these so-called transsexuals are dressed is just, like. It's insulting. And, and I don't know if that's just, like, early 2000s, right. like, the way that people dress. Like, mini skirts and in stuff. But they're, it's so but it's tacky just like and the ugly. Wigs and if there's are, one thing we know about, like, the drag community, for example, which doesn't represent all of this, that is the opposite. <laughs> and if it's tacky, it's intentionally and beautifully done tacky. <laughs> And then, of course, the cops show up and are like, move it along, girls. And Samantha is fucking giddy. Because it's fucking, I mean, like, it's not funny, but she just, like, threw a fucking pot of water on someone. <laughs> she got what she wanted. And then her, her guy who's wearing insanely high-waisted trouser pants. What's the thing that you call when you're a hooker, they're super high-waisted? Or, like, a prostitute, the Joe, is that what it's called? Oh, like. The man you go to meet? Oh. Isn't it a Joe? Are you thinking of a John? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. A yeah. John. Yeah. Is it because John also means penis? I f- uh, maybe, but I think what it is is the idea is um, you're just anonymous. It's just like the it's just like oh, you like don't John know Doe. Who, yeah, exactly. I got it. So then we cut to Charlotte, who we haven't seen in a while, and she's just reading, reading the, the Dalai, Dalai Lama's book. And Trey shows up, and he's like, "Charlotte, Charlotte, it's me." And for all intents, for this is really uninteresting. He's basically like, "I can't stop thinking about you," and they have sex. Yeah. And you're like, are you fucking kidding well, me, Well, that's what it took was for her to be unavailable to you. And, of course, Charlotte's like, yes, wow, wonderful. But it's like, dude, this won't solve any of your well, problems. Well, because all she's wanted is to have sex with Trey. Also, he is um, just really doing a di- huge disservice to Obama's beautiful tan suit. He can't pull it off. <laughs> Crosstown, Carrie is tossing Carrie can't and sleep turning because of the roosters. And because she's obsessing about relationships. So, so she, she calls, calls the animal, animal hospital. hospital. <laughs> yep. She's like brought out like sleepy. She's like, please move him into the basement. Thanks. Um, I mean, it's and then. OK, so Charlotte. Oh, he says already. I hate that he says already. He does all the time. So they're now fully clothed. He has his shoes on again and they're on the floor of Charlotte's apartment, I guess, post coitus, which and he's, is the least sexual sex we've seen from anyone on this entire show we haven't seen any sex from them sorry i mean 
in terms of like what they show us like they make oh. out in a hallway and that's it you know yeah and and you know he's like I haven't wanted to have sex with you since we were engaged and, and you know what honestly it's kind of because probably she tricked him into getting engaged but really she, soon she's like you didn't really want to marry me and he's like no no I think it may have had to, something to do with the fact that I maybe didn't want to get married to anybody. Like, wouldn't this be amazing if Trey came out to her? <laughs> yeah. That's wouldn't what would happen. Wouldn't it also be amazing if he'd been big enough and gracious enough to tell her before and not forced her to live in this reality with him and yeah. then ripped it out from under her? <laughs> I think in 2018, Trey is gay. I think he would probably be, yeah. Yeah. And Charlotte, honestly, is handling it pretty well. She's like, because here's the other thing, too. He's being honest with her. And he's like, honestly, I married you because I knew I would never find anyone as good as you to marry. And, of course, that's exactly what Charlotte wants to hear. So, presumably, they're back yeah, together. And it, well, right. Exactly. And then there's banging on, on Samantha's, Samantha's door. door. So, she wakes up now in the middle of the night. And she's like, hang on. What is happening? And it's also like, how did someone, you know. The sex workers are egging her window. And she stupidly opens the window. He may have come back a pre-op transsexual hooker, but he came back full of eggs is the bit. Right. Which it's is, a, again. Yep. And, and Samantha goes, she realized this is one relationship with a woman she couldn't walk away from. And then they say something really, really not okay about another half man, half woman. Yeah. And this show had so much work to do. So much work to do. And so and then Carrie calls Miranda, Miranda from the payphone. And Car- Miranda's like, I was just about to call you. And they apologize. And Carrie's like, I'm hiding outside the restaurant with Big in the bushes. Please don't t- Do you think I'm pathetic? And Miranda's like, no. And she, uh, yeah, it's very sweet. And and Carrie's like, I know you think it's a huge mistake, but I feel like I have to do it to move on or something. Okay. When so Miranda, I, I forced myself to get lunch with my ex like yes. a year and a half ago. Do you remember yes, this? Yes, I sure do. And I hated every minute of it. And it was, I was like, I was so anxious before. And afterwards I felt like my spirit had left it like, like a. Left the building, baby. Yeah. Just the, the life jacket was off. You were floating away. Yeah. I was just like, I felt like, um. And like yes. his soul left yes. mine. Yes. It was great. So I'm honestly team Carrie. She looks amazing. The question is, will she actually be able to do that? Will Which she? obviously we will see. Um, she does look really good. This is the first good outfit they've put her in this time. And Miranda, and Miranda also is like, you know what? Don't listen to me. Oh, yeah. You need to you need to follow your gut. Mm-hmm. And she, Carrie asks. Any, you know the risks. Carrie asks any last minute advice. And Miranda says, don't let him kiss you. That seems to be where you get into trouble. Mm-hmm. Which is like a, amazing. Yeah. Yep. She looks gorgeous. Yep. She really does. She has this like way that she walks. Yes. And I they agree. like laser in on each other. She lasers in on him and he's like standing They're by the outside. water. outside. Yeah. It's on the water. It's gorgeous. It's, it's open. The boathouse in Central Park. And she's like, hello, you. And he's so pleased to see her. And th- immediately, like, instead of being, like, awkward or anxious, they big smiles. And says like, it's good to see you and makes some significant eyebrows at her. And so she and he goes he, to kiss her. <gasps> and they they fall in the I think the I've pond. seen that. But, oh, my God. He goes she, to kiss her and she pulls away out of instinct. And they both fall in the water. And then they're laughing. And it's so funny. It's so cute. It's really, really cute. And they ask. And she goes... And then she's like, my hair was in the duck pond. My Christian Dior. She goes, where's my Christian Dior purse? And he dives in to get it. But I'm like, why can't Carrie just be like, where's my purse? Yeah. Like, why does she have to say the label? Like, my Louboutin shoes. Yeah. Like, I yeah. get, we get it. Like, you have she nice She has things. brands to maintain. Like, why? Her personal brand, her, <laughs> yeah, all of so it. So they go back to Big's apartment to shower, which like. Okay. And, yeah. And, and, and now they're in bathrobes on his bed. And his red wall. 
And his change of a wall. And she, they're like make p- p- poking fun at each other and it's sweet. And she was like, I told myself I would never be in this apartment again. And Big was like, you told me to take you to the nearest shower. Those were your words. <laughs> and he did. And so he did. And, and they're making significant eyes at each other. And, and she's like, this is a really red wall. You're right. <laughs> it is extremely red. It's like red, red. It's like fake cherry red. It's bad, but it's nice. If that was, if you needed a change, I could have helped him with some like in between colors. And so Big asks Carrie. He also looks like young and like. He's hot. Yeah. And he asks her, was it all my fault? Wow. It's almost like he was, knew what her column was about this week. Or it's also like. He's been thinking about this. They're very similar. Yeah. He's also been obsessing, clearly, because this is unfinished for him, too. See, but it's like scenes like this that are why we love Big. Yeah. Fair. You're lumping me in, but I'll take it. And they're like, why I love Big? And and she's like, I don't know. And he's like, we really fucked up there. What happened? She's like, I don't know. And And then he like like leans in. And and he's like like very close to her. Damn, I thought you'd have all the answers. (laughs) And it's really sweet. And, and she's, she's like, kind of well, like, how has your thing been? And he said, he's like, well, I feel like I've been through a war, but okay. And she says, well, we're, we're war buddies, war buddies and Calvin Klein robes. Because in the same way that Steve is like, no one knows what we've really been through. Carrie is now with the one person who knows what she's really been through and all of this with big and it's big. And he's like, you know, I kind of like living alone. And she's like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. Um, um, oh, I forgot to tell you, my friend Leary um, texted me the other morning, like all caps and was like, she was with her husband. She was like, we just saw Mr. Big. <laughs> She's like, he's enormous, which I've also heard from my sister. Um, he's very big. Yeah. And so Carrie's like, I should go. And he's like, what, do you don't want to stay a while? And she says this really famous quote that says, sweet, she calls him sweet friend, which I really love. I she, do too. She, she goes, says, you and I are like that red wall. It's a good idea in theory, but somehow it doesn't quite work. And he's kind of like, whew, okay, you might be right. But he smiles at her. And he smirks at her. And Carrie, and this is the closure Carrie needed. And she this, says, just like that, I realized we weren't in us anymore. We became something else. And I don't know what it was. And I have no idea. I feel that, though. She's but like, I It's clo- like every, <laughs> it's like, this is so, I have a Mr. Big. Yes. And this is, yes, and, and our, <laughs> our relationship not like immediately and like no one's ever cheated on anybody with anything and like right. nobody caused anybody to well nobody yeah well, <laughs> yeah, nobody <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh this is amazing um, but um but i think it's a much healthier relationship i hope yeah um but so carrie <laughs> goes home in one of mr big's shirts not even a long one belted around her waist it's like she's doing like and, slutty like, elaine your, strip yeah yes exactly but it was like you your vagina was out on the street it is. It is, and it was. Um, and so she has. She an goes an- home, and Miranda's like, "Hey, it's me. I'm just wondering how it all went she, on the message machine. Call me when you get home." And, and Carrie, Carrie looks, looks out, out her the window, window, and the roosters are gone. And that's all it took was actually being assertive, and they're gone. She, she asked for what she wanted. Yep. and she got it. Yeah, and she followed her gut instinct, and she got sort of what she wanted and needed there too. At least you know for the time being. But I hoped it wasn't in the Bronx, and I hoped that they were happy. <laughs> Yeah. So now, and then Samantha, to apologize, throws a party on the roof. And invites all of the sex workers. Oh, my God, that's what all these gifts of her in this outfit with the hot dogs are from. Uh-huh. She goes, who wants a wiener? And the girl goes, I'm trying to get rid of one. <laughs> and it's a kiss and makeup party for the uh, my ass players and their friends, which yeah. is very sweet. It's lovely. And, you know, I'm glad that they at least buttoned this story with something other than Samantha throwing water on them. Yeah. yeah. And Charlotte is like. 
Trey's called me three times this week. Like, he really wants to get back together, but I don't know. And she's like, oops, I'm obsessing. And this is so cute. They're like flirtinis. We're drinking flirtinis. This is very younger. Yes. Um, and Samantha goes, I'm past a flirtini. I need a fuck teeny. <laughs> Watch your language. There's ladies present. But this is not nearly so insufferable. And no, this is bad. Bigoted and oh. So she's got oh the no. flower. Oh, no, this part. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, no. <laughs> it's really bad. Oh, no. And so Sarah Jessica Parker is doing like a bad like accent that is imitating the, the yeah, transsexuals yeah, yeah. who are the, the workers who are. And they're like, give us a twirl. And she's like. It's really bad. I, like, can't even imitate her imitation. And yeah. it's, like, they're, like, obviously having fun. And it's, like, there's no malintent intended. But, but watching bad. it right now as me, I'm, I'm like, this is so uncomfortable. Yeah. 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 And it, they're all having the time of their life laughing about it. And, and like, everybody is. Yeah. But this particular plot line was basically just an excuse to be bigoted and awful. Yes. <laughs> bigoted and awful. Um, I love... Miranda's really awkward dancing in the corner of the screen as they pan over to the New York City skyline. And that's the end of season three. Remarkable. Remarkable. We got here. We Who did here. you vibe with as if I have no idea? Okay. I was thinking about this all day today. Yep. I obviously resonated with Carrie and Miranda. Mm-hmm. Um, and I resonated with Miranda because I, um, I love ordering in dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and like that side of Miranda and, uh, is very close to me. Okay. And here's what I say. I am 80, 20 Mar- Carrie Miranda. Mm-hmm. I am Carrie in that I am emotional mm-hmm. and dramatic mm-hmm. and, um, I go into mind spirals in the same way that she does, but I'm also like Carrie in that I am a good, kind, mm-hmm. caring true. friend. All of that is true. Yep. Carrie's a really, really good friend. She is. And I like that their friendships are not always easy and uh, and smooth sailing. I that's, agree. Yeah. And I am, but I am not, I think the things that make me a tolerable human being mm-hmm. are the Miranda's that is intrinsically a part oh, of me. Oh, interesting. That makes that a lot of sense. That calls out my own Carrie. Right. That makes me this hybrid. Interesting. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's just the exact right balance between the two of them. Not an even split, but it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot from Colin Carey, a little from Colin Miranda, and you got a Brooke, and that's me. What about you? Um, everyone but Samantha, I had a little bit of resonating with. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of it's uh, just a lot of yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. It's a potent episode in a lot of ways and relevant <laughs> to my life in a lot of ways. <laughs> I got a text from a f- fan of the pod. A friend of the pod. Um, Weird name spelling. All I'll say about that. Um, with our intro. And, and you did, in fact, send me that text um, during recording. So you're welcome. Thank you. Well done. We appreciate you it. You made it in for recording. <laughs> um <clears throat> probability zero. Zero. I think all the relationships well, are yeah, probable, yeah, yeah, yeah. probable, but uh, in Samantha terms of with, would this episode ever be on TV in 2018? No. 100% no. no. Samantha's plot line is so, would be, is no, no. Yeah, and the way it's all, yeah, it's it's just a plot device for terribleness, basically. Terrible, terribleness. <laughs> um, yeah, I think you're right, though, that the relationship stuff is the potent. I mean, that's why this, people still watch the show, because despite the ridiculous parts, yeah. they're still very potent. Because I think everybody has a Mr. Big. 
Yeah. On varying levels. No, I don't think any of them are like as bullseye as mine, but yeah, yours is uh <laughs> it's stupid. Yeah. You like split you like shot an arrow into the target and then Robin Hood split it down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> um what else did we talk about? Um Delta think? Up, Delta Down. Oh, Delta's upsies, Delta's Delta's. Um, my Delta up is uh, that I got to see Hillary, who is in town from L.A. I'm so glad you did. It was really lovely. Um, and my Delta down is that my dog died yesterday. That's so fucking sad. It's As if you needed anything else to be happening on top of Yeah, it really sucked. This month. He was really old, and he's fine. I mean, it was time. Right. Still fucking sad as hell, though. Yeah, I'm okay. What about you? Um, My Delta down uh i have not slept in about 12 days that's true and probably still won't for a lot more days and i had probably one of the worst weirdest weeks of my life Mm -hmm. and um basically the entirety of it has kind of restructured itself and i am super overwhelmed um but the delta up is that couple of things one again amazing amounts of love and support number two i'm motivated in a completely new and different way to like take care of myself and Mm -hmm. in significant ways and eat better and cook and go out and see new york and be almost 25 in new york Mm -hmm. shortly to be 25 in new york yeah next week yeah baby next weekend after this pod comes out and so text um, Bridget and wish her happy birthday on Saturday. Oh, thank you. Message her on something. Hit me up. Um, and the other part of my Delta up is that um, starting really soon, I'm going to have a lot more interesting and relevant stories to tell on this podcast. Yeah. So we are amped Silver lining. That. Silver fucking lining. Um, Bridget. Yes. Social media, ma'am. Yeah. Are you in there? I'm here. Um, how am oh, I? Oh, I'm here. <laughs> if I wanted to wish you a happy birthday on Saturday, how would I? Could I do that? Well, you should um, find me in person and tell me board game recommendations and buy me a drink and kiss me on the mouth. But if you don't want to do that, you can find me on Twitter, at Mrs. Burt Macklin, and you can find me on Instagram posting more stuff than I've ever posted in my whole life at Bridget M37. Brooke at the, where can I find you? Um, somewhere over the rainbow. <laughs> no way. <laughs> On Twitter, you can find me at Brooke underscore Wiseman. I'm trying to think of a new handle. Bridget mm-hmm. and I are going to workshop work some it. stuff. Yep. Um, and, on Instagram, you can find me at Brooke Wiseman, no underscore. And I swear to God, if you put an underscore on the Instagram, you are going to have the entirety of the rest of Mercury Retrograde all to yourself. <laughs> and please rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Um, please just like write a quickie review, subscribe, or just hit the stars, however many you think we deserve. Thank you for listening. Um, we love you guys. Um, obsessed with the fact that there, there are literally people listening to this every day in all parts of the world, which is really crazy to watch. And the last thing I have to say is. I'm a believer. (laughs) Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.